What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. The three of us are here for episode 156. We are back. Feels like a long time since Victor Dandridge's interview, but we are back to collide the worlds of sports and comics. This week in books, we have plenty to get into. DC, Marvel, Boom Studios, Dynamite, and Image, just to name a few. And in entertainment, plenty of deaths to get into over the last few weeks. And in the news, oh, look at that. Ezra Miller's in the news again and has nothing to do with the freaking Flash film. More DC movies are also uh, uh, canned. And Top Gun Maverick, really? That much money? Damn. And in sports, Kevin Harvick finally, after a two-year drought, gets his first win in that amount of time. EPL's first week and the NFL Hall of Fame game to get into all that and more on this brand spanking new episode of the Comic Bookies podcast. Come one, come all, come join us, will you? Yes, everyone, and as that music fades, you know what time it is. Episode 156 is here of your favorite comic book and sports podcast. The comic bookies are here. I am Mike, one of your hosts, along with Mark and Sean. All three of us are here this week again to collide the worlds of sports and comics. We are brought to you, like every single week, by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California, Wednesday, August 10th, 2022 is New Comic Book Day, so go see Alex at Treasure Island or go visit all of your other shops to support your small businesses, your local comic book store. But Alex can get you your new and old books any way you want them. You can walk into the shop, you can park right there in the parking lot, and he can walk them out to you. Or like me, he can mail them to you. Fellas, um, first off, I hope you guys have had a great last couple weeks, but just want to uh, kind of end last episode with just a thank you to Victor Dandridge jumping on. Um, a, an amazing interview again. It was not short and sweet, but yeah, your guys' thoughts on the interview. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, that's what you said. Definitely want to start off. Thank you, fans, who are on today. Good evening. Late nights with the Comic Bookies podcast. And no, that was awesome with Victor. It was one of those little midday specials, and he broke a lot of good things with how he's doing, man. The upcoming book he has. Uh, I know he has a little thing with the SoCal company with some of like the digital entertainment hopefully coming out at some point soon but no man it was a good time and Victor's definitely doing his thing for sure yeah it was totally totally awesome thank you Victor again for joining us giving us some of that you know insight uh the hardest working man in comics as he you know <laughs> gives himself that moniker and whatnot but dude mm -hmm. he really is man and it's glad and it's really you know nice to see you know a brother working his way up the ranks you know getting deals with aha like he was talking about and just uh you know to being able to share some of his like experiences with us and our fans and also a lot of his intentions going forward and uh you know projects that he's working on that um you know can come to bigger light if you will and it's cool to know that we get to share that here first with him on the comic boogies podcast man right right and then for all the fans out there i did tell you guys uh but on behalf of the comic boogies podcast we uh went ahead and we donated to the kickstarter even though at the time it had already fully funded but we did the higher rank you know the 70 dollars or more so cool we supported the project and we're going to get five copies each of the volume one and volume two of the kindergarten. So one of each for us and we'll hopefully do like a little giveaway, but I think those come to us in October. So everyone can start the fall season, the Halloween season with an early Christmas gift from the comic bookies podcast. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be amazing. 
definitely love the idea, bro. Find some ways to, you know, get the fans involved. And like what Mike said, you know, be a little special, mm-hmm. a little early Christmas gift for somebody, Halloween special. You never know. Right. You know, like what Victor said, you know, it was like he wouldn't be doing his job if he didn't reach out to us for an interview. So at the same token, we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't support him and then doing this giveaway. And it's one of those normal things where like, oh, you know, share it. You have to be following uh, Victor and I've the name escapes me, but his other the, the co-writer and co-artist or whatever of the sto- of the kindergartians, you know, something like that. So it kind of helps all of us. This whole process helps all of us. So it's pretty cool. How you guys been? Uh, good. Um, I did have a lump in my throat for two seconds. Uh, I dropped my daughter off at her first day of uh, TK and... transitional kindergarten today. So uh, that was a sight to see. She had a, she had a blast though, which I I, I knew she did. Uh, it, you know, she was super tired the night before last night, so she was like, you know, you know how they get overtired, just like they just cry for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm gonna miss you guys. And then me and my wife are just sitting in bed like, oh, damn it. Like, how's tomorrow going to go? And, of mm-hmm. course, my wife's a mess. Like, you like you guys know Danielle. Like, she was a mess. I'm sure Patty was a mess at some point. Marissa's going to be a mess when Kaysen goes for his yeah. first day of school. So, sure. you know, I, I think most of the moms are somewhat of a wreck when the first kid goes to the first day of school. But, no, I mean, she, like, as soon as she gave us hugs, she went inside. First thing she did was met the first kid who was in the class, Mr. Mateo, held out her hand. Hi, Mateo. My name's Madison. Like, heck of just, oh, man, just the best um she did fall already at recess so good she got a little scraped knees that's good you know just break her in you know and uh yeah day two of infinite however long she goes in school it starts tomorrow it's pretty cool she's gonna be man she's gonna be a busy bee man she's just uh very talkative (laughs) and she gets along with everyone so i don't see no problem in her uh you know not getting along with the classroom Right. I mean, and then, yeah, she's her mom and and my daughter. So she's definitely going to get into a little bit of trouble talking too much. Just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good thing, though, man. Hey, Maddie, that's one thing for sure. She'll definitely make some good friends and some friends quick. Her first day of school. I know Lizzie starts, I think, next week, you said. Kaysen turns eight months today. All these kids, man, it's crazy. Mm hmm. Yeah. All of them are just growing like weeds. That's right. My my son's two on the 18th. And, you know, it's right around the corner. God. Little monster. Life is good, though, man. They're doing good. They're healthy. Hey. Other than that, football uh, starting up. Yes. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Exactly. From now until. Yep. From now until February. Mm hmm. Every single week once the regular season starts for a good 18 weeks and, you know, and then the playoffs. So a good like 22 weeks you're straight, you're going to be hearing us uh, going live every week. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, just hanging out. It hasn't been too, too hot. I mean, it gets hot, but then a little bit of breeze. And then it's been lightweight, kind of like coldish at night, especially over back over the Altamont and Livermore. Like there were some nights where it was like 50 something degrees at night, yeah. but then it increases 40, 50 degrees to damn near triple digits during the day. Um, but yeah, other than that, going to Colorado for a whole week next week, uh, seeing some of the in-laws, my, um, my wife's cousins moved out there over the last couple of years. So I'm excited to go see everything there. We got a nice luxury box set up for the giants and Brockies game out there. Nice. So it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Get your giants gear ready. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I got it in Good. this little trash bag right here. I'm going to go ahead and Perfect. dig it out, dust it off, you know? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think this is the year to buy it, huh? A couple, a little bit behind, and dude, yeah, a little bit behind, to- and we're still only like <laughs> six games behind the wild card. Is that's the crazy thing? Like it's, it's bad, Jeez. but yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. What about you, Mark? How's how are things? 
good man you know just uh same old same old still uh you know not really dealing with the move anymore but kind of just settling in and just uh still kind of all over the place but it is what it is um just enjoying summer really and just uh you know excited just really been busy dude it's like man you thought i watched tv like you you thought i watched no tv it's even worse now now that i don't really you know i don't know it's just it's strange strange times that i'm living in personally but uh it'll, it'll get i'll get through it i feel like the only tv i watch is literally the nascar race and <laughs> that's it i mean I barely turn on the TV during the week. I'm busy dealing with the this, this school that I'm taking right now. So just keeping myself busy, man. Really, just uh, not the kind of busy that is fun. I'd like to be out there, like, visiting more shops and reading more books and watching more sports. But right. I got to do something to better myself, man, because uh, ain't no one going to do it for me, right? Level exactly. up, bro. That's it, man. Exactly. Uh, before we get into comics, I got a couple comments already coming along the line. Uh, Caleb the hell are you doing up right now it's probably uh, like, one of the mor- like one in the morning your way i think so uh but what's going on thank you so much for checking in on us um username is just simply drunk uh earlier in when we were doing the intro they said that the they said the flash film must be straight gas if it's still got the green light so i mean he, that person's right you know i we'll get into it a little bit later but i mean yeah it's 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 based off of loosely based off of flashpoints you have yeah the ingredients for an amazing story amazing movie but yeah we'll get into ezra miller uh his the newest news from him and from his camp so uh but to get into the actual books let's get into it real quick so first this week is comic books uh so coming out on the 10th of august 2022 from dc yeah you know it's a slow week from dc when superman son of kal-el is the first uh is the most you know requested book of the week number 14 from that book comes out harley quinn number 19 batgirls got news about that one too number nine uh batman urban legends 18 a uh, slow week jurassic league like what the hell is dc doing this week number four and but one of my all-time favorite like just out there you know non-canon uh stories is deceased just some straight zombie mm-hmm. shit deceased war of the undead gods number one comes out this week so i'm excited to for tom taylor to give me another story uh from there uh marvel amazing spider-man number seven the avengers 59 axe uh judgment day number two Punisher number five, Black Panther number eight, just to name a few. Boom Studios gives us Power Rangers 22. Image, a couple from them. King Spawn 13, 8 billion genies number four. I wonder if that equals the amount of money we've sent to Ukraine so far. Uh, Slumber number six. Uh, Dynamite um, Studios gives us 007 number one. And Vault Comics, I got to mention number one of this um, story a little bit later, but Mindset number two is out this week. And, of course, AWA, one of our favorite small-time publishers, Absolution number two comes out. That is a lungful. So, guys, go ahead and take the stage. What have you liked over the past? Shit, we didn't talk really any comic books that we read with Victor Dandridge. So mm-hmm. anything over like the last three, four freaking weeks, what did you have you guys liked? What did you not like? Let's talk comics for a little bit. We all were waiting for Daredevil. That was badass. Uh, you, that's a great way. To, that's a great uh, starting I mean, point there, sir. I, I really just wanted to start with something I know we can at least all talk about. <laughs> right, right. That was that's not actually Batman. That was not... Uh, undiscovered country daredevil was, you know, was a <laughs> right. number one it was new and always badass i really liked it and i mean we've seen spider-man right off top so i'm like okay i'm gonna like this right 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 
Yeah, I mean, I, like the story, how you guys like the story. It's like his brother, and they think they were say, someone. They think that it's like him that died or something, but it's really his brother, and it's just uh, mm-hmm. right. He's like on the hunt now and whatnot, but um, I think it's a uh, you know hey, I man, liked Electra. it. Yeah, I liked it. I think it's gonna get spiced up, obviously, with uh, Chip writing it and whatnot. Um, I I, I enjoyed it. I think yeah. uh, you guys are a little bit more down on Spider Man compared to or compared to how I am. Zeb Wells is reading uh, writing that one. I think that one, you know, it's decent. I read you guys. I don't think you guys have read it. The Legacy, I think, nine hundred that came out. It was uh, it was pretty big, dude. And um, it's like kind of like you know, it's kind of off topic a little bit from the story that we're reading. I think they just did it because it's you know the Legacy edition, but it was pretty fun as well. Um, not as fun as I think the Captain America that I've been reading, the Symbol of Truth. Sean, mm-hmm. you're on that one, but you yes, haven't sir. read it. So I guess I won't mention it, you know, too much, but pretty fun story with uh, Wakanda, uh, you know, written into it as well. Um, But yeah, I know um, I got we finally got into that Batman. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But what do you think? What have you been reading, Sean? Uh, Punisher. That's another one I added to my pull list. It was funny because I brought it up to Alex this past week or the week before. I was like, you know, update my pull list. I'm like, you know, I want to add Punisher. What do you think? He goes, oh, bro, I love it. I'm actually reading it myself. And even like the most recent one, the only thing it seems like it's not repetitive, but he pretty much is like the judge and the jury. Pretty much like his ninjas go and just collect people that just basically commit some effed up crimes and he just dices them up, slices them up. But the person who's kind of like seeing the Punisher is like the ultimate god of punishment slash the leader. She's kind of like working behind his back with somebody else who kind of looks back on or looks down on Punisher. So a little bit of a cliffhanger at the most recent issue. I think there's going to be some sort of head on head on collision like always. He finds his villain. So the next one's going to be good. A little bit you of get the next one this week, brother. I do get the next one this week. I'm very excited. And we get Daredevil number two this next week. So we got some good ones coming up in the next couple of weeks, bro. That is true. And then we also get the other Captain America this week, which you're not yes. reading. The Centennial centen, Centennial uh, Sentinel Sentinel of Liberty. Sorry. Thank you. Sentinel no of Liberty. No worries, brother. But yeah, you're I, getting that one. I'm seeing that. Yeah, you get that one. And that's this week. And then next week, I think, is the one that we both get. I want to say. Let me check. But I'll admit, I do think that the for now, the one with uh, Sam Wilson has been a little bit more um, interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we're like two in, but uh, it's been fun. I mean, three in for that one, but it's been fun. Um, Man, what can I say about Public Domain and other chip books? Seems like that. I mean, like I'm gonna start having dreams of this guy. He's always, his name's always in my mouth. Darsky, Zadarsky, Zadarsky. Oh, but hopefully, that's the only thing in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chip. Oh man, but I wish you guys were reading it, dude. It's uh, the story's great. The second issue that we just got, it's um, you know, it's kind of. It kind of touches close to like what, you know, kind of things that I'm going through personally. It's pretty cool, dude, honestly, just because it's like the guy's looking out for his dad. But deep down inside, it's like there's more beneath the surface. And, you know, he really wants his dad to, you know, get the money he's deserved from, you know, the comic series that he's created his whole life. And like I mentioned in our earlier episode when I kind of reviewed it, but 
you know, the dad's getting jobbed pretty much out of a bunch of money and characters and a whole like comic series that he's created called the domain and whatnot. And, uh, the son just wants to come after like what's right. And, you know, and, ep- you know, issue two that I just read pretty much the son is really going after it. The dad and the mom are kind of like, not so much about it. And the mom's like, you know, you never, you don't really ever go after things you love. And then they, you know, they kind of tie it in with how the sons when they were younger and you didn't show him the love and he was always writing the books and premieres and dude. And now it's just, it's just, it's going to become a story that really comes down to like father and son. And as Sean can attest with his new tattoo, right? Just uh, with your son and everything. But yeah, I think man. it's, dude, it's, it's a great story. It's probably like, my favorite one that I'm reading right now. And it's only like two win and I can just tell that it's going to get real, real good. So that's just been the one that I've really been liking. I haven't, we haven't read the, the Ram V or Ram five, whatever we like to say. I just like the emoji, but um, yeah, we haven't read that detective yet. Tamaki, we ended it. Uh, I think that was a good run. I loved her run actually kind of bittersweet to see it. end. I thought she was great. But that's what happens with comics, man. They just keep rolling, switch up the story, get new readers in. I mean, if you guys, my, maybe Mike, you know, do you know why they switch up? I mean, it, I don't know if it's always been like that, but it seems like since we've been recording this podcast that it happens quite, quite frequently, right? They kind of switch up the writer. Um, I don't know if that's because things go wrong within behind closed doors or it could simply just be that. You bring another audience. Maybe DC wants Chip Zdarsky's audience. You know, you bring in different audiences when you change up the writers on these books and whatnot. I don't know if you guys have any information you guys like to share, any insight, but it just seems like, I mean, it's for the good. I mean, I'd rather have it way more than Williamson, but I just don't know why they doesn't (laughs) seem like the consistency or the continuity stays there for a very long time. Right. I mean, I think it has different factors, right? You have uh, certain writers come on and maybe the sales aren't too good, you know, like just and they have a vision. I think they have the the vision set out in the the you know, in the forefront in the very beginning like how like how many issues do you need to tell this story, right? Um, and then they kind of go in the direction of where the universe is going. Is Tom King going to write all 80 something of those issues and then they're going to keep it as canon, right? They're going to keep um Alfred as dead. Right. Because in the beginning of Tinian's run after Tom King, he had the whole thing with what was going on after the the the, the Bane, right? The war, the war with Bane or, or the Joker war or whatever. Um, no, it wasn't Joker war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the, well, it was Bane. City of Bane before that. He, right. Yeah. So the whole aftermath of that and killing uh, um, Alfred and what he was going through. Right. And then you have certain aspects in, you know, now going into this other one, you know, so it's all. It's kind of connected and then it's, it's kind of not connected, you know, right? And then on the other hand, you have Marvel or yeah, Marvel with Alien. You have like a one through 12 they had with Alien and the same exact writer is coming on for another like issue one, right? So like a it, restart it, almost. Right. It, but it's still called Alien, right? I, I think mm-hmm. or I think it might be called something different, but it may be even a continuation of the story that he's currently writing. But because the name has like a few extra words, it's a brand new number one. I think it all just depends, right? So – and then, of miss- course, something else happens, right? Like we're in this, you know, if it was 2017 or 18, someone could have gotten canceled, you know, and then they had to get someone else right then and there. So do you miss Brian Michael Bendis on action? I do. No, no? he was OK. okay. I think I, I think he was OK. Um, I will mention Williamson, some of his best writing I'm reading currently reading right now. 
give him a black label story and he'll blow your mind. I just read the third issue of Rogues, the big, uh, you know, premiere epic. Uh, that is so good. Oh, so my good. God. The so good out of the a Williams, Williams, Williams and so good. <laughs> right. You, same thing. You, you let him have free reign of dialogue and uh, MFs and bitches and all the kinds of swear words he can write and stuff. Man, that story is bomb, dude. They they go for one last score because it's in the future, right? So like, you know, Leonard Snart, uh, Captain Cold and Mirror yeah. Master and Weather Wizard, they're all old. Um, and so they do one last score in Gorilla City. So they go to Gorilla City and Gorilla Grodd's there. They end up freaking kidnapping his baby, who they didn't know at the time was his baby, as like, you know, kind of ransom. And they're they're just trying to get to his whole gold vault and stuff. So it's really, really cool. Uh, I think there's four issues because I just read issue three, which is kind of weird because most of our black label stories are only three issues. So uh, issue four is going to start with they stole all the pieces, all the gold, you know, what do they call it? Like gold bullion or gold, you know, freaking bricks. And they put it into the mirror universe. The mirror master used his gun, sucked it all up. And then he ends up getting killed. And now gorilla grod has the mirror gun. Don't know if he knows how to use it to get into the mirror universe, but now they have to, now they have a piece of his life in his kid. And so they're, I don't know what they're going to do. Like we have your son and you know, you have the mirror gun. We have to get it back. So it's going to be a really epic uh, conclusion to the story. I will say I like, that. I like this little rogue idea. We got some Gorilla Grodd and you don't have like any sign of Flash. But you, know, you have all these. I love it, man. Nothing, nothing. So it's set in the future where maybe Barry Allen is either just not Flash anymore mm-hmm. or he's dead. But, you know, you have you have all Golden villains. Glider. You have Golden Glider. You have Roy. Um, What's his name? Uh, Heat Wave. You have the Trickster. You have all the rogues. You know, Bronze Tigers oh, in it. So it's a really it's cool really story. Cool. Um, but yeah, you, it, you know, you, if, 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 if that gets collected or whatever in like a four issue big, you know, sometime in the future, I would definitely recommend picking up like the twenty twenty dollar uh, trade paperback. So what is it, it going to what is it going to be? You mentioned usually black labels are three issues, which I beg to differ because a lot of we them are six, eight, ten, twelve. The black, um, this, the black label, like a lot of the black. Well, yeah, like Harleen was Harleen was more than well, three. Are you talking about the big books? Because the big books get, are usually three like, for me. Like the the John Constantine one was three. Yeah, the, the big um, ones. The year one Superman was three. Uh, uh, I think Batman Damn, the first ever one that was the prestige one. You know, the bat the bat penis. That one was I think was three issues. Yeah. So rogues, so rogues is a big is the big book. I wasn't yeah, aware yeah. of that. Okay, yeah, rogues the big ones. Yeah, cool. usually the big ones are about three, which I'm still waiting for number two and three of Swamp Thing. Oh my god, right. I, it, but... <laughs> that might have been just freaking canceled. I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever end up reading the um? The the Batman one. I still got the last two to read. The right. The one. Here, the one Dark Knight. I I have it. I, think it. I think that's this week or next week's. Um. But yeah, that's issue three of three. Again, I still have two story. of three. I still have two and three that I haven't read because I oh. I waited so long to get. The, you might as the, well just read one again. I'm just gonna read both of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> read one know, also. I know it sounds like we're kind of shady towards my boy Williamson here, but, you know, I got to remember Williamson was one of the first, you know, books that we were reading when we started this podcast last Mm -hmm. year one. And I thought it was great. And, you know, it could just be something that 
you know, sometimes these writers, maybe they go to DC, maybe DC comes to them, we'll try them out. Maybe it's just not their style, right? And then they get into something that's more of their style. Like Mike said, we have them say that it was so good, you know, and it's just maybe let, let them get out there loose on Black Label and start cussing up a storm and whatnot, you know? It's just because he's, he's good. He's really good. It's just sometimes I feel like maybe it's just not, he's not writing what he's best at, right? So I'm glad to hear that, that, you know, you really like that book, Mike. Right. And, and it might be like because that's in the Flash universe, so, so you're already in his wheelhouse, right? He he wrote canon, a canon story for Flash, like something that he had to like kind of be uh, focused on one character, mm-hmm. and then he brought in Turtle, you know, the green, you know, the Turtle, and and all uh, all the other uh, characters, that. all the other characters he's, that he's he actually invented. Flash. He was he was he was good he was, at Flash. Yeah. It, te- it teetered off towards the end. That's why we kind of gave it gave him shit, you know. But like Godspeed, he 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 made Godspeed. He Same made the the, uh, the one with uh, blood work, you know, where he was like mm-hmm. morphed into mm-hmm. that big old blood thing, right? But he's good, right? So and what about now, so now you're in his wheelhouse. He's already in the Flash universe, and you give him free reign of like a side story, like this has nothing to do with with, with canon. You know what are you going for? And he sits in a room with the uh, with the editor with uh, what's his name uh, Lee, Jim Lee, and he's like, picture this: you have the Rogues, and it's thirty years down the road. Uh, he's you know one of them's an addict, one of them's down on his luck, and you know he wants you know he's he's figuring this out and this out and this out, and boom! By the end of the first issue, they figure what they need to do. One final score, and give me three more issues, and I can write a fantastic story of all the rogues coming back together and you know going for one last heist. Has nothing to do with the Flash, but if you've read a Flash story before or watched the TV show, you know every single character mm-hmm. in that story. It's really cool. I love it. That's dope, man. That's actually really dope. Yeah, sounds pretty sick. Right, and then just to just to, just to rail off four stories really quick, just because they're they're you know smaller publishers. I really like so far. I read issue two of the Lonesome Hunters from Tyler Crook, Dark Horse Comics. That's the one I was telling you about. The crow overtook the uh, mm-hmm. the uncle's uh, body and stuff. So issue two was really cool. Mm-hmm. That one right there. You fi- you finally meet like the the crow master. You know, like the whole cover. big. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Blink number one. Um, last name is Sabella. Is the writer from Oni Press? Twenty-five year anniversary. Congratulations to Oni Press. But this one's pretty cool. Where this girl, she had memories of something that happened to her in her past. But of course, when you're that young, you don't remember. And all of a sudden, she's browsing the internet. She sees a website, and she gets flashes of stuff that happens. So she she goes and finds a friend, and it's all consuming to her of like what the f- happened. And she finally, after the first at the end of the first issue, she gets to the place where she thinks all this went down. So we don't know what really went down. She just sees bits and pieces of security footage of like cops going in there and shooting. And it's like it looked like kind of like a like a human trafficking type of shit. Like it was really cool. Uh, the brother of all men from Aftershock. This is like a cult one right here. So we have a guy who's a, a private investigator in the 1920s in Canada, and he joins a cult to help find the 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 killer of his sister. So he kind of like goes undercover, right? So that one's pretty cool. And finally, um, mindset number one that I uh, from Vault Comics. I read this one a couple weeks ago. This guy, his his parents are divorced, but they act like they're still together because they're so successful in their real estate business. This guy's going to like I think Stanford, you know, some like you know big big time school. 
Uh, he needs to finish a, a project to get a good grade, but he needs someone to like help him out with it or whatever. So they finally go to like the lab area, and what they've been working on is like an app or whatever that can actually do like mind control, you know. And so they finally discover how to do it, and like the last page is like drop your keys, and the dude like drops his keys. So just a really quick synopsis of, the, of those four stories. Go pick them up because they're only one or two issues in. Fantastic. I love it, bro. You said uh, all the magic things, in my opinion, right there. It wasn't a DC or Marvel, and it wasn't a superhero book. Right. Those are all no. dope, bro. Yeah, and and that's what I've been noticing that I've been getting more and more of. Like after I hit, you know, m- remember like sometime last year we were like, man, I got to get off of like, I got to stop getting 10, 12 books a mm-hmm. week. Like this is crazy. I dialed it back. Right. And then and then you notice that you're only getting DC and Marvel. It's like, fuck, dude. So you go back into your previews. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drop a couple of the big time ones like small. we dropped. You know, like I might even drop Amazing Spider-Man already after the first arc. I'm not I really sure. Did. Right. Yeah. So and, and like mm-hmm. when I drop Thor, when we're, you know, I think Strange Academy, that's got to come to an end. We get a book every three has, months and it's like, to. come on, man, it's not that good anymore. Man, but then boom, it. you get mindset, you get Lonesome Hunters, you get, you know, all that one. So I'm jumping back into it. Uh, the the amount of books is going to increase over the next few weeks, but I think the quality is going to increase as well. So because then you guys are still on that Strange Academy. Oh well, yeah, it's only, it's only been like, like 16 months, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's been like 16 issues only and it felt like we get it for like 2 years. Mm-hmm. It's freaking uh, uh Batman Catwoman. Oh, some of those ones, man. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Cat- Batman Catwoman, very underwhelming finale. Joker, very underwhelming finale. My Seven Secrets book, freaking trash ass um uh ending. I'm sorry Tom Taylor, but come on, dude, you could have given me more than that. That was horrible. So yeah, not really that you know pleased with some of these finales of some of these books. Anything I'm with you on Congress? that one. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've, I've been talking for like the last freaking ten minutes of my books. Anything else you guys read? No, just uh, I I didn't get to pull the 007 coming out this week. Uh, but... <laughs> we always talked about that. I know <laughs> I, I really I want thought. to. Right. Um, so who's, I mean, so who's going to send yeah. a message to Alex for all three of us? <laughs> we all <laughs> right. want it. Right. I mean. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'll, I'll just end it with I can't wait to see what more we get from Chip Zdarsky, man. We're getting Batman. We're getting Daredevil. I'm still getting Stillwater, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm getting three, you know, one great book and then two so far looks OK for, with Batman and Daredevil. But, yeah, excited for the future with this guy. I'm excited to talk about um, Detective, uh, the, the right, new coming, yes. the new wave. Also, next time we get together, I'm pretty sure all three of us will have it read. So, oh, yeah, what- for sure. See what detectives talking about in the new era there as yeah, well, right? Like it's always the plan. I plan on taking a huge stack of books to Colorado, and I plan on coming back and reading zero. <laughs> That's like, what just happens. Something happens on the plane where the kids aren't—they don't fall asleep. They're just kind of up, you know, talking, playing, or whatever. So there's no books. And then of course you're at the place that you're visiting, busy doing things and stuff. And then, or, or it, and because you've done so many things that day. Yeah, all right, cool. Settle in the bed. Kids are asleep. Sneaking a book. Down, sneak in a book and then freaking knock, knock out. out. So I plan on taking a bunch of books and not reading a single one. Do you yeah, plan on do you plan on Ram V bringing back the Arkham Knight? <laughs> oh, <dude>. Someday. <laughs> they have to. They have to, huh? Someday. So that was really cool. You can't bring <laughs> you can't just unleash this huge entity in a Detective Comics one thousand and then just, just you're gone. One arc, yeah. What the hell? It. 
Yeah. So, okay, cool. Let's get into uh, some a bit of news. I know we were talking about a few of the things during pre-production, but um, to continue into our DC talk, uh, we have some mostly bad news and then a ray of sunshine, like a ray, small ray, you know, of light. So Ezra Miller, as we all know, uh, has been getting into uh, a little bit of trouble with the law. So the former Flash movie star, um, you know, he's also from the uh, Fantastic Beasts, also movies. But Ezra Miller it was was located and will appear in court in September uh, on felony burglary charges. So great, he gets Get some Vermont and life. Freaking burglary, burglary now, dude! In yeah. Vermont, like trying to steal alcohol, I think from somebody's house or something. It's the stupidest thing you could think of, bro. Just it's a freaking mess. <laughs> out of this world, bro. How, how, why is this all happening like within such a short amount of time? I feel like never really used to it's hear of this guy. Dude, obviously, there's yeah. no drugs. Guy. Drugs yeah. are bad. Drugs are bad, dude. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the Batgirl movie has now been axed. And now we also hear that the Supergirl movie or TV show, whatever it was going to be, that was going to spin off of her first appearance in the Flash movie has also now been axed. So uh, DC's not looking too good. You know, the Flash just announced that its, uh, its final season is like 13 episodes starting next year. So the Arrowverse is finally going to come to an end. You know, uh, I think it's not Arrowverse, but I, I'm excited to see the future of, of uh, Superman and Lois. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows. Uh, that was uh, awesome. It's the best still, one so far. Still dig it. Still dig it. So, yeah. What about those DC film fellows? Oh, but I will say the ray of sunlight, the ray of sunshine is that DC films had their big meeting, you know, in front of the investors and shareholders and stuff. And they did say they had a meeting and they have a 10 year plan for their films. So something I think I still had the article written up. The uh, the CEO, David Zaslav, says, yeah, says, quote, they're uh, hoped their hope is to build a long term, much stronger, sustainable growth business out of D.C. and that the company is going to focus on quality over quantity. Well, it's about damn time that you start focusing on quality because you haven't in a long time. So get your act together, please. and for them to just scrap ninety million dollar Batgirl, like that's what I mentioned in pre-production. I Jesus. mean, how bad could it have been to just like sit there and think like we can't even put this out, right? I mean, well, I mean, if the shows right. are doing that bad though, that's like the only thing I could think of. Like the, you know, what I mean, you have all these good movies that they're looking forward to. The new Flash, you got Aquaman who already announced that. I mean, people are gonna watch that. Black Adam, people for damn sure are gonna watch that. The new Shazam, like. Those are going to be your hitters. If you have like an announcement, a 10 year plan, you need to kind of have your cornerstone movies. You know, Ben Affleck already announced is going to be an Aquaman, too. So they're snowballing it. They know what they're doing right now, I think. So mm-hmm. we'll see, man. But also coming out of that, guys, I'll add here that I see um, be expect or start expecting for some of these uh, shows to be pushed back on HBO Max. I don't know if you guys heard that. Uh Fans waiting to catch Warner Brothers movies on HBO Max may find themselves waiting. According to the rap, Warner Brothers Discovery has shifted the previous 45-day theatrical window put in place by former Warner Media CEO Jason Kalar. And now, new Warner Brothers films are no longer guaranteed to hit the streamer on that schedule, per the report. This is uh, from Comic Book News I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the guy that... Wrong. The CEO that you mentioned, uh, they're like obviously trying to pivot in a way, 
Uh, obviously, you know, AT&T, when they owned them and whatnot, just uh, kind of some bad decisions monetary-wise there. And I think that, you know, Warner Brothers now and, you know, Discovery Media is just trying to pivot their way their, into pivot themselves into a way that they can, you know, streamline their money in a better, you know, a more, you know, profitable <laughs> and, you know, promising way, if you will, positive mm-hmm. way. Right. Yeah. Well, I, all we can do is hope for the best with them going forward. I mean, <clears throat> and it's, you guys find it, you guys find it um, not funny, but you guys find it strange that Marvel likes to announce all this at this huge Comic Con, and then DC likes to announce it at shareholders meetings and whatnot. You know, right? I, I think I think DC didn't even have like a booth, or like I heard something like at Comic Con, DC didn't even even have like a booth. Like nothing really? like they, they might have had like like film specific or TV show specific booths, but like DC and itself did have. Yeah, so I'm not not sure on the specifics of that, of, of what I had heard. But yeah, kind of. um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So I am seeing some small stuff real quick, too, that uh, Rosario Dawson, very, very good actress seems reliable, says that John Bernthal will officially come back as the Punisher. She may have accidentally leaked that info, which hopefully is true because he is definitely a badass Punisher. Yeah, I mean, they've already released still shots of like Daredevil uh, coming out in the She-Hulk TV show on Disney. Yeah, already officially in the She-Hulk. Right. With Charlie Cox. And I think that it's the yellow suit, which if you guys didn't know, the first, I believe, seven issues ever of Daredevil, he was in the yellow suit. Yellow, then red, right? In the red. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be really, really cool. So, I mean, and the reason why I say that is because it's kind of if if Charlie Cox is going to be in it with Daredevil, come on, you got to have some Punisher well, in there as well. I mean, 100%. you don't. I, right. I mean, D- Daredevil might be more connected to She-Hulk than Punisher is, but Punisher and, and you know, Punisher and Daredevil, they're like freaking peanut butter and jelly, man. Just like mm-hmm. Victor Dander said, you got peanut butter, you got jelly, you got a sandwich. That's you got it. A sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, moving on to I another like movie, uh, huge news, I get uh, I guess. I guess if you want to call it huge news because, you know, nowadays it's like freaking four, you know, freaking two, three times the amount of price, you know, the price you're going to pay in a movie theater. But Top Gun Maverick has now passed um, Titanic for the seventh highest grossing film of all time, which I hear it's good. Right. But I also hear that the new Jurassic World movie is good. I also hear that Elvis is good. Uh, the new Minions movie was good, right? There's a lot of good summer movies. It's a, it's the first summer that we've had like, wow, we've had a lot of good movies since the pandemic, right? Since 2019 probably because we didn't get sh- jack shit in summer of 2020. Um, and then I, I can't really remember what you – know, do we get – no, Spider-Man was like December, right? So it was like it mm-hmm. wasn't even – I can't remember what really came out. Boom, summer of 2021. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Um, but yeah, I mean – Really, to have Top Gun be up there with like Avatar and the two Avengers Endgame, you know, and Spider Man and then Titanic. Bro, Titanic was like uh, 25 years ago, I think, like in the late 90s. It's like, come on. Like, how many asses were in those seats for how many days? And they're only paying, they were probably only paying like five bucks mm-hmm. when then, you know, the cheapest ticket you're going to pay is like 10 or 12, right? At the movie theater for Top Gun Maverick. And you're going to want to see it like in some kind of IMAX, like it's freaking Top Gun. Like I, I've seen the first Top Gun in 3D and that was well worth the 25 or $27 I spent. Unbelievable. So of course it's going to, it's going to grow as high. 
you know, all those old dudes who were like back in like the 80s who were like, yeah, freaking Top Gun, Tom Cruise, you know, like relive the good old days. And then you have new fans who want to see the movie as well. Just good action film. You know, a lot of asses were in seats, but I guarantee you, guarantee that not that it didn't have as many people go and actually see the movie as, you know, Titanic or like the Lord of the Rings or any of the Avengers, or the Dark Knight or what have you. But just because the prices are so high, I mean, sorry to knock it, but that's the first. Th- that's, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm kind of cynical like that, where the first thing I think of is negative is negativity. But that's that's where my head went when I first heard this news. Yeah, because I think when they do it sometimes, like, oh, the gross was this. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But then when they start with exactly what you just said, oh, it passed this movie and this movie. I'm like, okay, now you're going down to having this kind of like if you're comparing it to like movies that are all out now. Oh, it passed Minions is this week's or this month's or this year's. Okay. Once you're comparing it to movies like 25 years ago, no shit. <laughs> it makes more money. Look at the right. price of tickets. It was $4 to watch a movie. <laughs> oh, no. You had right? Super Saver, $2. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You had like the senior discount or like freaking uh, Sunday morning matinee. Come on now. Oh, but I mean, man. how many awards did Titanic win at the Academy Awards? How many awards is Top Gun Maverick going to even be nominated for? A freaking goose egg, maybe like cinematography <laughs> or something or like music, right? If it has some cool theme music. But like as far as the best actor, best supporting actor, best film, best producer, nope. best director, I don't know if it's even going to get nominated. It's crazy. Maybe crazy. Maybe, th- maybe they should stop putting so much of an emphasis on um, how much, you know, money they make compared to how many, you know, tickets were sold. Asses okay, like how, back, back, you know, back in the eighties or nineties, whatever, great movies, right? How many tickets were sold? Because obviously, we know the money's never going to be as much as it is now, right? But how many tickets were obviously. actually sold? Right, and then, and then back then, you had very, you had very minimal technology or other things to take your mind off of. Like, oh no, I'm just yes. going to buy it on on the streaming service. That counts for the money that doesn't count for asses and seats like people were going to the movies way more often in the 80s 90s early 2000s like right before the tech boom and and all the iphone and and all this stuff came out of course we were playing video games but i went to a lot of movies when i was in high school and just after as well right so yeah it's crazy yeah, definitely, definitely. I think. Good, that, I mean, I mean, nonetheless, good for them, right? It's a, it's a cool story, but I just think it's kind of like blown out of proportion. It's not that big a deal. No, it it's is. not that big a news. <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's like the the launch angle. Like all these things are, you know, you know, like like each like like each and every year. Of course, it's like the game of baseball has changed. So of course, the number of strikeouts are going to increase every single year. It's like, come on now, put a goddamn ball in play. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like. It's kind of like that. All those passing, all these passing numbers, like really, you got like the tenth, the tenth best quarterback in the league still throwing for like four thousand five hundred yards when like no one was doing it in the seventies, <laughs> up until Elway and Marino came in the league. Like, come on now. <laughs> the game has changed, man. That's why these numbers it's hard to compare eras, man. With right. Anything like, you got, you got Ken Stabler, Jim Plunkett, Joe Montana, like those guys throwing for like three thousand yards, and that was like, oh my god, look at this unbelievable season by this MVP. It's like. Dude, if you don't throw for at least 5,000 yards, you ain't winning shit in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, look at the Curry attempting more threes than whole teams combined dude, back in the day. So yeah. it, you go sport just, by sport, man. It's, it's just a generation. Different. Right. So, <laughs> eh. 
And finally, we end the comic book and, and entertainment news with a uh, some sad news. Uh, um, you know, unfortunately. Cue up the music. So cue up the music. Cue <laughs> it up. But we have um, many deaths. You know, like they always say, death comes in threes. But huh. over the last couple weeks, of course, we had back in May, like Ray Liotta, and then you know, uh, Paulie from Sopranos, uh, unfortunately, died. But man, these guys are getting whacked, right? Like James Con, who some of you, you know, some of you know him from the Godfather movies, Mister. Uh, Corleone, but also he's the dad from uh, Elf. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's also where I know James Conn from. Uh, you have Mr. Paul Sorvino from Goodfellas, you know, unbelievable, um, you know, actor, opera singer, you know, and I think he, also his daughter is an actress as well. So I just remember Romy and Michelle's. Romy right, and Michelle's. right, exactly. So Paul <laughs> and Sorvino, Mimic, she, she actually she actually won an Academy Award for Mighty Aphrodite. Which was right, one of those. That, that, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Danielle was telling me about like, oh, she won nice. it for this. And I kept forgetting what it was for. Who's so. that? Who's that guy that actually directed that? He's that weird dude. Um, oh, I can't right. think of his name. Wait, hold on. The guy, the guy in Hollywood who's weird. No, go figure. <laughs> right. <laughs> no way. No way. But while Sean's looking that up um, and then we have today. Directed by Woody Allen. That oh, guy. yeah. Oh, yeah. Woody Allen. That's right. And then we have Olivia Newton-John. Dude, I, I, I mean, I had I, I had days and days. I, I swear to God, I saw that movie 50 times, Grease. Love the movie. Probably the best musical in, in my, you know, in my opinion. I haven't seen a lot of musicals, but love that movie, man. This is a classic, dude. I mean, right. I don't even, it probably, you probably don't even have to watch it for it to be your favorite almost, right? Once you I hear the I, song, you already know. Dude, I remember my dad had the 8-track when I was younger, dude. I used to listen to the Grease 8-track. That's how old nice. I am. You're the one that I want. You have Grease Lightning. You have uh, oh, it's Summer, all, all of them. Summer Lovin'. Oh, yeah. come on. You have classic, classic songs. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, so so I mean, classic. Right. So you had. So unfortunately, you know, and, and, and that comes with that generation. Like that's our parents. Right. Like growing up with those people who were. And so now we're going to have those people. Right. Like, unfortunately, guess what? In the next five, ten years, we're going to have Robert De Niro dead. Al Pacino's yeah. going to die. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's going to die. We're, we're going to have Bill Russell. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, that's and that's just in sports. Right. Sports, so we had man. just a bunch of deaths. So. I mean, Jeez, you're like, already calling out for Pacino and De Niro's no, death. You gotta face reality. Let's get the, death, like let's get the out, Deadpool but... going. We had the comic bookies Deadpool. Jeez. So, <laughs> have you seen? Have you actually seen? I saw like, some pictures of Pacino lately, dude. dude the dude is uh. And Robert De Niro, they ain't looking too good, man. Pacino, yeah, he looks that extra makeup. <laughs> right. Pacino got like a young girl, I guess, but they caught like yeah, paparazzi. Oh, no. Ain't no Dane Cook though. Paparazzi oh, got right. Ain't no Dane Cook though. <laughs> Dane Cook, fifty <laughs> years old, the twenty-three year old dirty dog. dog. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break uh, to go stretch our legs and go to the bathroom. But um, this is the Compookies Podcast, episode one hundred and fifty-six. We'll come back at you live or wherever you get your podcast right now. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and supporting of the podcast. Sports is next. Stay tuned.
man, that felt good to talk that long about comic books and entertainment and stuff. It, it has felt uh, like a long time since we actually got that amount of time to do that. But welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies podcast, episode 156. Uh, just to remind you guys, we are on all social media platforms except for TikTok, unfortunately. Sorry, I tried to talk Mark into making one, but <laughs> you just gave me the... Uh, Oh, face over the, you know, the SMH, whatever emoji. <laughs> uh, we are at the comic bookies. You can email us the bookies at gmail.com and also subscribe for all of the latest live streams on our YouTube channel. Just search the comic bookies. Um, and we're also, you can listen to your podcast when this comes out, wherever you get your podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple podcasts, um, you know, radio.com anywhere. Just search the comic bookies on google and it'll direct you somewhere but here let's go get into sports fellas so um yeah mark we did we did major league baseball a few weeks ago we don't need to really touch on that i mean it's the dog days of summer the red Sox. i remember i I actually went back and listened i was like whoa the red Sox are like you know they're playing all right and then like last week they're in freaking last place slumping bro they were under they were below the 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 orioles so i was like I was like, oh, man, besides that, like nothing truly new. You know, I know it's not Dod- worth talking about if it's that bad. Right. I think the Dodgers overtook the Yankees for the best record in the league. A um, couple of those trades, of course, the A's are one of the blockbuster ones sending Freddie Montas. Like it, to me, I, I'm going to steal this from from Bill Burr, one of his rants from his one of his most recent podcasts. But how do Yankee fans or Dodgers like how do they like you feel good? You feel, I feel great. You feel good about yourself? I feel like great. spending like 250, 300 million dollars on like <laughs> everybody. And then when you win championships, like, yeah, what do you think was going to happen? Dipshit? Like, what do you think was going to happen that they were going to lose? No, they have the best talent in the freaking game. Of course they're going to. And what's going to happen in two years? I was listening to the radio today. Shohei Otani, if he doesn't go to the Giants, which I think is is a possibility, if he stays on the East Coast, Dodgers. it's a freaking Dodgers. Yeah, me and Alex are just, me and Alex are, just talking about this. Like, Why are they linking him to the Giants, by the way? Just because we have a hell of money. Still oh. to spend. Right. We're still doing yeah, to get one of our big still to spend. So yeah, if I mean, he wants, to stay, if he stay, wants to stay on the West Coast, he's still going to be in California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, market. so it's it's a it's a possibility, right? It's a good market. They only, have, they only have one team because I think the A's have all, all but announced that they're not going to be staying here. I think it's going to come in the next 365 days. That the A's are out. So start getting your season tickets ready for Vegas, baby. Start trying to book that trip where we're going to go to an A's playoff game, a Raider home game, and then the Sharks are visiting the Knights in one weekend. Try to get it and try to get it all done in one weekend. I don't it know. It is crazy, bro. I mean, you say, I mean, I say that because it's like I'm watching. So I guess, we're, so I guess right we're talking now. baseball. I guess we're talking baseball. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I won't say baseball, but just the theme of people, you know, spending so much money. Because at the end of the day, like I'm watching the captain, the Derek Jeter special, which I'm like up to date. Like I'm loving it. I really am. And then you hearing about that. all the freaking Yankees bull crap. And it goes back to those were the years when I was a little bit younger. Like these, you know, mother efforts are buying teams. But, you know, you do get older and smarter and you just have that like. I would do the same damn thing if I can. Well, the Marlins I did would. it twice. I would too, because you know what, man? At the end of the day, you still got to win a championship. And it goes into literally a couple of this past weekend going to get my books from Alex. And it's just like, he even has that. Like, they're double parked at every position. I mean, you look at the A's, even right. what the Giants are putting on the field now. I mean, we're single park. We're like handicapped parked on some positions. I mean, bro, you know. it's, it's, it's unreal. Handicapped. Yeah. We're handicapped without the wheelchair. You like, know, it's, like, it's that bad. But the thing <laughs> is, it's just like, you know, it's so hard for me to ever be like, 
I wouldn't do it though too though. At the end of the right. day, you put the best product in the field, and if your team wants to invest money, I mean, who the hell am I to begin? I hate that they're winning, but them doing it, shoot, dude, they're doing that. They're doing what we wish we could do, basically. What my team wish they could do? Yeah, I know, right? Because we're like owners. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get into it with the Fisher Group. It's it's a joke, man. <sighs> Go play How, around in traffic, homie. I'd I'd say Mike Trout was probably. I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but I'd say Mike Trout is probably the most humblest guy in sports. I mean, you would have to say that that Angels organization has got to be like one of the biggest flops in more modern, Dumb. you know, sports Dumb. teams, dude. You got Otani. You got. I mean. I mean, you've made acquisitions within these last couple years. But they've gotten rid of all the play- players they've added. Half de- they were just talking about them on the radio, like, I think Jeez. yesterday. The, every half-decent pitcher they got, they've traded, and that's been the biggest problem with them. They, they gave Rendon, they gave Rendon $300 million. Mm-hmm. Damn fools played two months of baseball in three years. <laughs> How can that like, team just not get it together? I don't understand right. it. I lose like, my they, like, they don't, they don't market him worth a shit, too. Like, if you heard his voice, some people in the city of Anaheim might not even know his face if he was in just regular clothes, right? Mm-hmm. They don't market him worth a crap. Like, when you hear on the radio or on TV, close your eyes, you know what Big Poppy sounds like, right? You know what Shaquille O'Neal sounds like. You know what Charles Barkley sounds like. You might not know what, what Mike Trout sounds like, though. You, you would not. Nope. I, if, you, if you said one of these three five guys, one of these three five white guys sounds like Mike Trout, I probably couldn't. I myself probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup with, with, like listening to his voice because I don't think I've heard him talk as much as I should have. But he was right. wasn't he like one of the first players? Well, not the first, but he was like one of these the first guys to get these ridiculous like ten year contracts, right? Isn't he like on a he's, nine or some ten years? Um, I mean, yeah, he came out with um, what's his name, Bryce Harper, around the same time as like just one of these yeah. phenoms, right? Like in high school, you had Sports Illustrated magazines of like Bryce Harper coming out of Las Vegas, like he's like the next freaking Willie Mays, right? Trout's the truth though, and then oh, and then Trout, Trout and, and then Trout was the silent like you know Bryce Harper gets uh, marketed as this phenom, but Trout is the guy. I, he went I, he went he went how many years, Sean? Even though he didn't, even though he wouldn't make. The uh, or even though he wouldn't win the MVP, he would always get like top three, top five. It was like top three, top five, seven straight years, eight straight years. It was unbelievable. It was it was a shoe in because the thing is, what he does everywhere on the field, he hits actually a good average. He's a five tool player. Keep it that way, five tool player. Right. I wonder if it's more um, if it's kind of his doing or maybe like kind of up to him the reason why he doesn't get marketed as much maybe he's more of a shy type of guy i mean you'd have to imagine he's probably leaving a lot of like endorsement dollars on the oh, table that boy leaving a from lot being, of money on the table you know out of the shadows right. like that in the shadows i mean I he mean. probably has a good deal like with nike or wherever he has his you know cleats deal or you know his gear but yeah man he needs he's not the face of anything right now He's the face of retirement soon if he doesn't get his injury in line. So he'll be he'll be the voice of the new AARP card, you know, so who knows, man. But but anyways, right. But anyways, I think right before when we start getting into um, the playoffs, right into uh, late August, September, when we're getting more and more and we're getting week to week uh, with NFL, we'll get, you know, more into baseball. So don't worry, folks. Speaking, Uh, though, speaking real quick, Mike, you want to talk about all this money that these baseball teams have played. But then again, the sport that we loved so much, I don't know if you were going to get into it. We could later, but a sport that we love a lot, too, on the other side of the pond, they tend to do the same thing. So we can't really complain. Right. Well, that's what I was going to get into. The EPL week one was here. Um, Manchester United, just a fabulous start again. 
blistering. I was telling you and my I was telling you and my brother Mark um, that team single handedly has decreased my love of the game since I've been loving it so much. Right, <laughs> and, and they didn't even win the EPL or Champions League when I first started really getting like when Rashford first was there. Right, like in 2017, 17, Right, but NASCAR has ta- overtaken that so much. Has nothing to do with Larson winning the championship last year. Maybe a little bit, but. I get entertained so much and like the the team who I glommed onto and, and chose to follow. Jesus Christ. You want to talk about spending more money than the Yankees and the Dodgers and all that stuff, maybe even combined, right? With all these transfer fees and they play, play all these stars. They can't play a lick of defense. They're dodo they heads, man. Like, bro, what are they doing? Just an unbelievable start to this new, I don't even know what the guy's name is. He's got like three names. Uh, Hen yeah, Tex, Von uh, Tech, yeah. First time ever that Brighton Rob Van Dam, Rob Van Dam might as well be the freaking manager. First time ever win, Sean. First time ever that Brighton ever ever wins at Old Trafford. Really, Brighton Seagulls. Ever, ever. It's freaking the Seagulls, bro, came loose and then, you know, going to going to Mark's Liverpool a Darwin's goal. I mean, it's the Seagulls were guys... picking up the trash on the field or what? Right. Yeah. Freaking uh, R.I.P. Tony Saragusa. He freaking came in there and laid the smackdown on oh <laughs> on the Red Devils. Uh, and their but, team. Uh, I mean, their team isn't. I mean, man, it's a good roster. Seem... It's a sexy roster. But you know what? It's not yeah. a good team. It's not a good team. Yeah. It's a yeah, sexy a top, roster. Yeah, they always put out a top 10 in the world roster as far as clubs. Yeah. That's a top a team, 10, 12 bro. in the world. You need a team, though, bro. I don't know. Uh, but Liverpool ties, right? I think um, Tottenham, yes, wins. Tottenham wins. Tottenham uh, wins. Like 4-1. Chelsea won, I think, 1-0. So. Chelsea won. I do got to say I still love my Wolves. But I, oh, yeah, do have, I do have my new bandwagon Uh-oh. team. That they just got from Portuguese. Hold on, let me guess. No, they just (laughs) got promoted last season, and the biggest reason why is because they have an American coach, and they have a lot of Americans that are really pushing to be like Nottingham. Nope. Oh, I do have Nottingham too. I do actually really like him. Forced. Uh, Leeds. One of the older English teams that was one of they used to be great back in the day, and Mm -hmm. slowly started creeping to get some players, a lot of American players, and. Dude, Leeds is dope. Leeds is Who's dope. their coach? Oh, my God. I can't even think what his name is, but he is an American coach for sure. He's a former player on the national team. Uh, nice. Coach. But no, no. See, they beat, Leeds, uh, Leeds and, they, and they won, didn't they? Yeah, they won. They beat Wolves, actually. Uh, Jesse Martin. Oh, they beat Wolves. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you know, they're a cool little team. I've always liked them. It's funny you bring them Nottingham Forest because uh, they're actually another team I've always, you know, in the old FIFA games way back in the day, I've always kind of liked them in the second division Try mm-hmm. to put the first. They always get some good Portuguese players in their teams too. But other than that, you know, Arsenal they actually looked really good. You know, got their little victory. Was it one not two nothing or something like that? Yeah, they, yeah, they won by two. So you got um, the, the 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 winners so far in the first week: AFC Bournemouth uh, with a two goal win, Manchester City with a two goal win, Newcastle they won by two, Brighton Hove and Albion of course, and then your uh, aforementioned uh, Leeds United. Leeds. Br- yeah, so Brentford, Fulham, Leicester City, Liverpool, they all tie. And then, of course, you all know the losers, so they're not worth mentioning. So. Some of the other leagues are starting this week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think the Spanish League and obviously these leagues are all starting earlier I this year. I wonder who's going to win that league. The Spanish? 
Yeah, one is in Spanish. So it's going to be one of three teams, right? And then French it's is one team. Uh, Germany's one team. Germany's yeah. one team. Italy's one team. Go, <laughs> you know, international yeah, soccer. That's hella boring <laughs> in some of those leagues. Though. Like France, I mean, for, well, France, they didn't, PSG didn't win two years ago. That was when, I forget, Renato Sanchez. I forgot what the team name was. Oh, it was Lily or what it was, but it, it's, yeah. it's, for the most part, it's going to probably be PSG. But oh, do you think the worst league is freaking Germany? Bayern's won like the past like nine years. No, I Italy think that too, was, that right? was Italy. That was when Juve won like eight or eight or nine years, right? Oh no, 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 Bayern, bro. I'm they're pushing over five easy. I mean, oh, Bayern, bro. Jeez. But I mean, I mean the, that was a good. I mean, I, I mean, I will, I will give like so. Manchester United is not you know doing well, but I will give the league as a total. Right, you have at least when you go into the season, you have a good like five teams, like the top, like maybe the top six have at least somewhat of a chance to to make some noise and possibly you know battle for, you know at least you have two, <laughs> at least you have more than one in in England. You know you probably like honestly like maybe just three. I'd say maybe Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea are probably the the three teams that are serious contenders for the EPL Championship. But you know you never know. I wasn't yeah, wrong. This- Ten we, titles in a row for German oh, Bayern. God. How many? Ten. Ten. Ten? Dude, Jesus. I thought Dortmund had one thrown in there or something. Uh, they did. Leipzig? It was uh, twenty twelve. It, it, it was nineteen seventy six. And they just got Mane. Yeah, that's from, all from Liverpool. So we still oh, have to God. see. We still have to see how Liverpool is going to fare this year. Yeah, we got Darwin and he looked great. And, you know, I think it's good for Jota to, you know, probably get more time. And but, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy about Liverpool. I just don't know how how their season's going to go. I think everyone's season's going to be a little bit different this year with the World Cup being in the, you know, in the, in the winter here. Um mm-hmm. Another league that doesn't really get much talk. I know we're getting a little deep in the rabbit hole with these soccer leagues, but dude, Liga MX, the Mexican league, um, you know how those fans are just diehards there, right? I'd have to say that the see? product isn't the see. I'd have see? to say that the product isn't always the best to watch, but I will have to say that at least their league seems to be a little bit more competitive than those European leagues, if you will, right? You got, I mean, for the most part, you got the the teams that are higher up there usually, but there's a little bit more competition in that league, and you know I'll turn right. it on sometimes if some I mean, soccer it, game's on. It was like <laughs> you know it was like a uh, America for a long time, but you know you've had the you know you've had the cheapest run. Pumas, well, Cruz Azul, Cruz Azul, Necaxa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I was the Mexican Leon. league. Leon, the Mexican. <laughs> he Leon. El Tigres. Mexican league's not bad, yeah. guys. It's not, cool. it's not so fun, but it's not horrible. So if you guys are uh, fans of La Liga MX, uh, let us know. Hey, you better tune in Wednesday to that uh, All-Star game, baby. Liga MX versus MLS, loco. Is it? <laughs> Wait, it's an All-Star game? Like, it's an All-Star game. But we're not in the middle of the season in, in those leagues, are we? Is it the beginning of the season? Uh, bro, I don't even know when. Yeah. MLS is off the off the charts with when their freaking schedule is out. But I know they do, like, a skills competition, which I actually watched it last year. It was, you know somewhat entertaining but they actually do go pretty hard in the all-star games and boys you know you always have that like i think league mx always feels like mls cannot be better than us they right. can't be better Wait, than us i mean yeah oh, they like, got christian people bale. show i mean not christian bale gary christian bale i'm the best yeah i, I play soccer <laughs> 
<laughs> don't you worry we're gonna be seeing ronaldo here in the states here pretty soon a couple more years his freaking retirement tour right so <laughs> all right so let's go to nascar before we get into the nfl um so nascar finally we get a win we can actually say over the past two years we can finally say that kevin harvick wins a race with that beautiful paint scheme i will add um i hate that we don't live in the midwest sometimes because i've always wanted to try bush light you know, it's I, I. They tell me it's up there with like Coors Light and you know Miller Light, Light stuff. They have yeah. Bush Light here. I've never found it. Do you know where they sell it? I've never and, seen it either. And then really? I want to try the Apple. Yeah, I've never seen it at a store. Never. I got it in I got it in Carson City. That's where I had it one time. But I will. Cal- I've never seen it in Cali before. I'd Carson say City. that I'd say that. But well, you've seen regular Bush. Just oh, not I've Bush seen Light. Bush. Yeah, just not <laughs> Bush yeah, Light. I, not Kyle Bush. <laughs> We haven't seen his brother. <laughs> like his, bro- his brother's. I think out, I just but... found the title of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so say, anyway. a, I, I'd probably go with Coors Light or a Bud Light before a Bush Light. That's me. A Bush okay. Light felt really, really light to me, like a little too overbearingly light for my likes. But um, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that they didn't have it. I, I haven't. I never really looked for it. I just saw it. It was like on sale out there in Reno. It's like ten dollars for a twelve pack. I'm like, let's do it. Let's try it. <laughs> Hell, I'll look for it in uh in yeah. Colorado. That's more Midwest. Yeah. Hopefully they have it over there. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Never mind. It's Colorado. They might sell nothing but cores. You get nothing. Right. Cores. <laughs> you get Blue Mountains, baby. <laughs> right. So, but yeah. So, um, good race. I mean, I was kind of in and out of the race. I, I saw that uh, Logano got a top five. Larson finished seven. I think Chase had a rough day. Um. But uh, I'm glad they got it in. It wasn't looking too right. promising with the rain, but they actually right. got the whole thing in. Um, I, I hate that I don't look at the weather before because I woke up early because it's like Sunday is usually an early day for me anyways. But I woke up on time at a little bit earlier than usual from work uh, to get up and watch the race. And sure as hell enough, I turn on the TV and it's under a weather delay. I'm like, why don't I check? Why don't I check the weather reports first? So I can get another hour or two of sleep. Like, what the hell is this? So yeah, so that was pretty. That was pretty sad. But now we yeah. got fifteen winners. Here we go. It's coming down no, to it. No, Who's gonna no. get it? And it's guess good. what? And guess what? You have you get, you have Blaney Truex, Truex right now, oh, <laughs> and and Truex races very well where they're going this weekend. Yeah, he's he actually does. in the in the past six races, he's got the best um, average uh, finish. Obviously, this these stats are kind of skewed because we have the new next-gen cars and stuff. But anyways, you can't really argue with over the last six races, he has three wins with an average finish of 2.3, right? Like just over second place. So you got Hamlin up there who's got a win. Kozlowski actually has a win. And then, of course, Bowman rounds out the last six races. Kozlowski but- has a win? Kozlowski no, has a win oh, oh, oh. at Richmond. Oh, I thought you meant this season. I was like, no, what? no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. just at Richmond. So, but I mean, you have it. Th- this could be a JGR massacre. Kyle Busch has six wins. Danny Hamlin with four. Uh, Harvick actually has three. Logano with two. Larson actually has one win. Uh, Truex has got you know the three total. Um, and then and then if Kurt Busch decides he wants to race, dude, I, something's no. going something's going on there. Do you really think he has a concussion, or is this that whole thing with his freaking ex wife, where they say it's like uh, it's like that a, wallet, right? And it was um, what did she claim? Like physical and mental torture or something in an article when they first got divorced. I don't know about this. It's like it, it may be a cover up. Like when they like in, in, do you remember in the in the in the Bulls 
a documentary when they say there were rumors that that was the reason why Michael Jordan left basketball to go to uh, baseball for two years because he was in gambling mm. debt. He was in huge gambling trouble. So I wonder wow. if, if if Kurt's like dealing with some shit like with his ex-wife and they're like, hey, yeah, you got a concussion, bro. Yeah, you got a concussion. Oh, I do? Yeah, yes, you have a concussion. Hey, Ty, get in there for a few races. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Man, that kid's good, though. He got 10th place, I think. I think he got Dude, a top 10. He was running like in the top five at one point also. Um, yeah, Bubba, he's got his Bubba, Bubba, he's Bubba got his grandpa's car. Bubba got the pole there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so nice. And, and, and finished second. Not a boy. You talk about, um, you know, it could be like a Toyota Fest here coming up at Richmond. But, at, you know, it looked like it was going to be a Toyota Fest last week. And it wasn't. And Fords. Fords um, came out. Eight straight wins at Michigan. So um, you know how much the manufacturers like to win up there in the Motor City. So that was big for them. I'd say, um, uh, I don't know, man. I love that track because it reminds me of California. It's almost the same thing. I think, you know, California is a little bit better because it's worn out. But, you know, just uh, uh, it's getting down to it, man. I think there's only three regular season races, three regular season races left in the season, in the regular season. And it's the playoffs. And we right. got and I know that Daytona would be the last, last one. one. It's right, Richmond, so. Watkins Glen and Daytona. So we got a short track. A sh- we got a short track, a road course and a super speedway mm-hmm. to finish off so, the last three. so these next two races are really key for truex because truex is a good uh road course racer and obviously he has the three wins there recently He'll at richmond so for sure don't know if he has a chance there at daytona um just because i think historically he's not a you know super speedway you know uh, restrictor plate uh, racer but i will say i have the the stats for you with the last winners here at um at uh, Michigan, uh, Mark, I thought you actually were going to be right because I remember for years they had two races there at Michigan. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Larson did win there three times in a row, but they, you know, you know, you have four years after that, they could have had two races where Ford won. So Ford has won the last five races there. You had Kevin Harvick has won the last two, and then Joey Logano won the first race in 2019, and then 2018 was Harvick again and Clint Boyer actually won in 2018 and then and then the the second race of 2016 and both races in 2017 were both kyle larson racing for with with chevy so Hmm. so the last five races and speaking of the playoffs coming up here soon let's get into some odds real quick if you want to guys for the season uh sean's driver has actually overtaken everybody here man he's been hot man he got that we mentioned it like the episode before victor dandridge like he he feels like even if he's not winning he's up there so yeah he's feeling like he's coming into form when and he when, even you know, he, right he even wins he even wins when he doesn't lead laps so it's, oh, I mean, yeah say it again <laughs> Kyle Larson falls to eight to one here with a Ross Chastain who would have thought you know sometimes like sometimes I even forget that this track house team was a one car operation with the ninety nine in Suarez last year Suarez sometimes, was running one too like because, Suarez and Chastain were up there with Bell and when they were fighting yeah. for it. Sometimes I think I'm like, how is this track house team so good? Like their first year. And I, you know, I forget sometimes that they actually were somewhat of a team last year. Although they didn't have Chip Ganassi's organization bought out last year, but they were still the team. But um, 
we'll see how his feud and Danny Hamlin's feud continues to go. But he's seven to one. Uh, Chase Elliott is like about four to one. Denny Hamlin here, nine to one, still looking for that elusive championship that's been running away from him his whole career. Kyle Bush looking for his third at nine to one, still dealing with uh, issues on being signed through uh, Joe Gibbs. Logano, 12 to one, not too bad, although I'd like to see a little bit more from him. Blaney, I thought he would have had a win. He's 12 to 1. A kid I really like, Tyler Reddick, he's 12 to 1. A lot of 12 to 1s. William Byron, 12 to 1. Harvick, 16 to 1. Truex, not even in the playoffs yet, 16 to 1. Or he is, I guess, if, unless there's another right. winner. But yeah. another kid that has been doing really good, he's been doing really good. And you talk about the Toyota onslaught, but Christopher Bell's been doing pretty damn good these last couple races. Oh. I've been impressed by that kid. He yeah, knows he has a win, yeah. He has a win. Uh, yeah, his first win came last year, but he's been, you know, he's been competitive, man. Suarez twenty-five to one for the championship. Bowman's kind of fallen off a bit. Briscoe has fallen off a bit at forty to one here. He was real hot in the beginning of the year, but yeah, man, just uh, pretty crazy. Uh, pretty crazy odds. Uh, man, if Ross Chastain wins this thing, that'd be huge. But uh, we'll see. He's a good racer, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and. Suarez is in the playoffs too. That's Suarez. Dude, that'll be fun so to watch dope. him too. <clears throat> that'd be fun. And, to watch and him I don't too. think they're just going to be in the playoffs. I think these guys got a good chance of getting past that first and second round, man. I would I say really Chastain do. more than Suarez has a chance to get to that final eight for sure. With those last four races, what Texas, Martinsville, what is it always? Texas, Martinsville, and something before you go to Phoenix. Uh, is it my? Before you go to Phoenix, is it my is it Miami? Is Miami one of the last? Mm, I don't think so. Was it Kansas, Kansas. or something? Yeah, something like. <laughs> um, um, okay, cool. So, uh, besides that, one little thing: Do you guys see uh, Kyle Bush and his family were at the Mall of America Nuts, during the bro. shooting? Yeah, scary what the stuff. Hell? Yeah, it like the Jesus freaking he's... Christ! That's that. That shit's scary. So that's I mean, scary for anyone involved, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. No one got shot though. Thank God. No injury, right. no nothing. So that was good. Right. Right. So pretty scary, but, um, everyone enjoy the race at Richmond this weekend. Uh, yeah. So let's go on to just, just real quick, just a real quick mention. Um, we're not going to get dive too far into it, but, uh, it was the hall of fame, uh, induction ceremony and the hall of fame game. Uh, I really only wanted to mention it because, you know, we have, um, a former Raider Richard Seymour. I'm kidding. Um, but no, the Raiders played uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> and even though the Stars didn't play, I will say like what I watched. I was at work for most of it, so I was like on my phone for a little bit. But I did see that like play calling looked a little smoother. Like it looked just more like like smart play calling, you know. Um, so I will say like if it's that type of play calling and that kind type of rhythm, you know, on offense um, for the Raiders. I will say that we'll be, you know, we can score some points, but at the end of the day, offensive line needs to play good. And then, of course, defense is, you know, st- don't give up 35 a game, please. Can we, can we sign Rolando McLean back? <laughs> Bring him the McLean. No, he's Dude, playing. He's in, he's that in was so funny earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Sean, uh, me, Mark, and my brother were railing off all of the uh, – Oh, Former first-round picks of the Raiders. Oh, of the last damn. <laughs> Philip Buchanan. Punch it in. Shit, we didn't even mention Philip Buchanan. Holy oh, shit. Got, God. Got Darius Hayward Bay, hey, uh, Fabian Washington, Stanford Route, Robert, Robert Gallery. Gallery. Punch right, it in. Right, 
right above uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Or no, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. <laughs> your brother was like, your brother is like, Rolando McClain's the worst. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I wonder what a guy like that's been up to lately. Yeah, that's, our Reuben, that's our Reuben Foster right there, though. Just, Can't forget Jaminkus. You know, uh, Jaminkus, Jaminkus is, the stink, is. The Dude, Sean, tell me why I literally go and uh, I go and Google Rolando McClain. His fool got arrested six days ago. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding. That's why I said he was in jail, Sean. Tell you what, bro, you can't fix stupid, bro. You can't fix stupid. All these people with all the talent in the world, it's just decision making. I mean, you know, we want to keep it <laughs> mature on the podcast. It's just decision yeah. making, man. Yeah. Anyway. We got, got Salman this year, so hopefully, yeah, it's stupid. <sighs> um okay but um but yeah i mean as the weeks progress we have uh you know debo samuel uh finally signed the contract i think he was finally at was he like in practice participating this week yet he was he's been at practice every day doing uh individual drills and doing conditioning on the field i was at training camp the fourth day i think of camp it was Mm -hmm. and he's been there literally since day one reported and then of course started the team drills i actually think you're not allowed to do team drills so him dk metcalf and deontay johnson literally those three receivers in like a four-day span did the same damn thing all individual drills i show up cooperating i want to sign the freaking contract and nah, they're where they need to be now they got the freaking contract signed get your money let's go to work now but real quick what the raiders brought i'm telling you (laughs) Coming out of my mouth, diehard Niner fan, bro. I'm serious, man. The Raiders, I really, really think like they're gonna make some moves this year. I really think, in a weird way, they might be the team to watch out for in the AFC West. I really think that. It's got a tough Why? schedule. It's got a tough uh, schedule. I think it's a tough schedule. But the thing is, though, I a tough schedule to me is one of the things where it's just like when the Niners had those runs to the Super Bowl. You know, obviously we didn't win one, but we actually had tough schedules too. And you just see what the Raiders have. Like at the end of the day, you look at statistics, like. Derek Carr has numbers that like no other quarterback has. When you talk about a yards percentage, deep ball percentage, has Devontae now. Hunter Renfro showed the boy can play. Uh, Waller's good. The Raiders got like, a three-headed monster in the backfield. Uh, you guys got a rookie. I can't think what the hell the rookie you guys got. And they said he actually might be one of the best running backs on the freaking team. And defensively, you guys did get better. Obviously, it's true. What Mike said, you got to show it. You got to do it on the football field. Right now, it's kind of like the eye test of what you're seeing. But it's like... Watching the preseason game, that's yeah, preseason, so you can kind of take more risk. But it's true. You see it just with smooth play calling. Like, right off the freaking bat, first play of the game, let's just freaking a little shotgun, just throw a deep ball. Then a couple little dink and dunks get the ball in Josh Jacobs' hands. Like, okay, like, they're, you know, it, it's just, it feels smoother. And they got a really nice roster to go with it. So, hey, man, don't be surprised. Right. Don't be surprised. You, you talking about uh, Zamir White out of Georgia? There it is. That's the kid, bro. They literally I mean, said like this kid might on our, be... right. Technically on, on our death chart, he's listed as two. They above Kenyon said, Drake, above Amir Abdullah. That's why so. they're saying Josh Jacobs. Oh, well, yeah, we're not training Josh Jacobs, but we're going to have you play in the freaking week one preseason game. I'm telling you, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised, bro. Right. I mean, we've shown over the last couple of years that Josh Jacobs, even on top of his, even without his injuries, he is sometimes is not to no factor. Guy. He's not yeah. that guy. He isn't so, that. He's good for like a two-headed monster, but like that guy, nah, it ain't Josh Jacobs to me, right, in my right, opinion. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll see. There's more to come. Uh, Jimmy G, who knows if he's going to be there. Um, he's going to get cut or traded for sure. They announced Cut or traded, much. you know, yeah. with the, what are they saying that the Giants maybe or. Giants yeah, or Browns so some, or. Uh, 
So something's going to happen, but uh, stay tuned. We have a couple weeks, um, uh, two weeks in between our next episode, but there will so there will be a couple weeks of preseason, and I think that is when we'll probably have our season preview. Right, we'll probably go over the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, going through like if we're talking sports, we're only talking NFL as far as the season preview, breaking down all the teams, all the new transactions, maybe even a little fantasy number since this is is my last mm-hmm. year in fantasy football. Um, Why? I'm done, dude. It's been over 20 years, man. I'm I'm just done. I'm 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 done rooting. He wants to enjoy his Sundays a little bit more. Right. So I'm done rooting for Chiefs players. I'm done rooting for Broncos. Let's ride. You know, I'm done rooting for cornball ass Russell Wilson on my fantasy football team now because he's going to be on the Broncos. So um, no, but we have the plaque right of like the championship and then the toilet bowl, and we're finally on our last year of that plaque. And I'm like, "Ah," like. I don't want to have to get a new plaque and then dedicate 12 more years to this shit. So I'm done. So I'm going to hand the the league over to Sean or my brother and, you know, so they can continue it. But I'm done. I want the I I want the Raiders losing to be the only reason why I ruin my Sundays. Not because, you know, like that was the worst. Sean, you know it. That's the worst. Monday night game winning Pettigrew misses the catch and you just lose. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Oh, I will say that one Monday night football game where you had. You had the tight end for the Lions, and you were down Pettigrew. by Pettigrew. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So, right now, so Mark, like, yeah. he was down by like point seven, and yeah, you got like the final play of the game was like forward. one over. one catch for one yard. So that's point six. So I won by point one. I remember exactly where I was at when that happened. I was at Alex's house, and Alex was like, <laughs> "Dude, I think Sean just lost like everything by half a yard or something." I'm like, "No way!" <laughs> right. So I mean, dumbass, you can't catch and run. Fuck. But then, but then on the other hand, you had guys like, let's just say you, you're on the, you have the chiefs, right? Or I mean, like you have Tyreek Hill and you're a Raiders fan. So you have the Raiders versus the chiefs, the chiefs absolutely spank the Raiders. So your team loses and Tyreek actually gets held to like two catches for 15 yards and nothing else. So I was like, Oh cool. I just freaking lost fantasy. And my team just got routed and just got freaking penetrated like so hard. So, yeah, so I'm, one less thing to worry about man it's one less thing to worry about before we wrap it up i don't want to get too deep into it but something catches my eyes i just want you guys just pin me on it real quick i see some of these odds here early in the season pre-flop before the season starts and tampa bay is up there at seven and a half eight to one next to green bay buffalo yeah. bills they deserve to be there but i mean tampa bay so tommy um, touchdown uh, tommy. So any it's all, any it, just because of tommy huh i'm yeah. sorry but seven I just, super bowls yeah, <laughs> I just I just don't see their odds. I think they should be closer to like a 10, 11 to one, seven to one. That just I'm, yeah, I don't see Julio value. Jones, there, bro. You need talk- Julio Glass, Glasshouse Jones. Tennessee Titans have fallen off a cliff 40 to one. They I mean, be. they were doing so good. Now they're 40 to one. No A.J. I mean, Brown. They should be. Why you're in? Why you? Sean just mentioned how he likes the Raiders kind of this season. Why are the Indianapolis Colts with with a statue of you know Matt Ryan sitting there at twenty two to one? You know, just I don't know. These odds kind of Dallas Cowboys. We know they're not going to do nothing, but they're eighteen to one, right? They almost have to <laughs> by default, which you know they're going to choke, but. Yeah, it's just uh, these odds are looking kind of there might be a little bit of value up in these odds that I'm looking at right now. So yeah, we'll keep you posted better on our uh, preview on our football preview. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is just. I don't know, man. And then then didn't they draft somebody like in the draft? Like, didn't they draft like a stud receiver or running back also? 
Another running dra- back, I think. Yeah. Like like in the first or second. They're just I'm making it easy for Tom. Basically, uh, offensive line is going to be loaded and just freaking get the ball in the skill possessions hands. Yeah, but they're one of their players. I think is out. One of their Jensen. Blocker. Yeah. The starting center. The starting center. That's not yeah. good, right? So. Yeah. I mean, we'll see forty. Hopefully, when Tom <laughs> turns forty-five, which he already is. <laughs> The downfall Ta- really starts. Twammy. <laughs> Freaking touchdown, Twammy. Touchdown, Twammy. Yeah, but, Jeez, dude, bro. let's see. Miami got a lot of hope coming in, 35-1. to 1. Uh, We'll see, dude. Just yeah. uh, crazy, yeah, crazy. Plenty plenty more to come. I think we only have, you know, one or two episodes where we have the in-between week of not being here, Four but season, you'll see yeah. us now. Now you'll see us every single week from now until – uh, the second week of February, right? When we get into, you know, the Super Bowl. And then, of course, Daytona 500 the week after. So episode 156 is now over. We have collided the worlds of sports and comics. And we are done, fellas. Take it away and send us home. Uh, you know, we had no Monday Night Football, but we do got Monday Night Podcasts. So I'm very <laughs> happy that the Comic Bookies podcast were able to satisfy your guys's, you know, a little Monday Night colliding the world of sports and comics that Mike just mentioned. Make sure you guys just keep supporting us. That's what Mike said. Football season is upon us. It is arguably the most popular, likable sport for most people. And you guys will be getting us weekly. So between fantasy and just your favorite sports team, hopefully everyone has a good preseason with no injuries. Because I know how excited every team, even the Browns, are for the upcoming football (laughs) season. And yeah, again, just keep supporting us. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so, so much. And again... For all you parents, for your kids' first days of school, like, for example, Maddie, their first day, and I send my prayers and, like, applaud you guys. I know how much of an achievement that is and how happy you guys are. So, yeah, for all those kids that are starting school this week and next week, good luck. Have a good first day of school. Your whole future's ahead of you, kids. So, yeah, um, we, we, we love you. We love the kids. So. You guys stay smart. You guys are our future. You guys are going to put into our retirement. So Sean said it best. So thank you, everybody, for listening to us tonight on 156, the Comic Bookies podcast. As always, you can catch us, like Mike said earlier, on all social media platforms besides TikTok. But at the Comic Bookies on uh, Instagram and Twitter, you can get, email us if you guys want to interview, if you guys know somebody that's writing, somebody that's drawing, someone that wants to get their word out there on one of their projects. You guys can always email us, thecomicbookies at gmail.com. And it's always fun, guys. And these are the dog days of summer here. But don't forget, football is starting. Uh, Labor Day's around the corner. And from now until February, there will be the number one sport in America every single weekend. So let's ride. That's right. And then just to end the podcast right now, um, currently right now being downloaded in countries across the world, India, Egypt is downloading, Ethiopia, Austria, and of course our one or two fans in Belgium that continuously downloads us. Thank you so much. Canada showing some love, but just to end the podcast, the top five um, areas in the United States that have been downloading us over the past 10 episodes, even though our golden state warriors beat the Boston Celtics, Boston, Massachusetts touchdown to all me there at number one, the San Francisco Bay area, number two, great falls, Montana up there at number three, New York, number four and Wheeling, West Virginia is sits at the top five. So, there you have it, folks. We are worldwide. We are nationwide. But 
This has been episode 56 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Thank you so much for watching, listening, supporting. Share us, dude. Like, subscribe, share. You know, sometimes we don't like to beg for likes or thumbs up or whatever, but please, you know, this is like the shameless plug. Just, you know, share it and, you know, don't be afraid. But um, from Mark and Sean, this is Mike. Episode 156, we are out of here. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Peace out. See you all in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace. And always enjoy each other. And don't forget, fans, comic bookie fans, we're hopelessly devoted to you. So rest in peace, ONJ, and everybody else that has lost their lives recently. Rest in peace. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.